come to you tonight. We thank you, thank you, thank you for you. We thank you for sending your son to earth and to die on the cross for us. We're so thankful for that. And Father, right now, I, I'm just so thankful for what's happening in this room every single week. It's so crazy, it's exciting. I humbly come to you right now and I pray that, Father, whatever it is you want me to say, that is you saying it, not me, and that someone in here will actually catch that and their life will be changed forever. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke 15, if you have a Bible. Wow, there's a lot of you here today. Thanks for coming. We'll pay you when you walk out. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Sorry, we can't do that. But you can pay us, so that's great. Luke 15. If you are, if today is your first time ever to be here, we're so glad you're here. We don't want to embarrass you and call you out and do weird stuff. Uh, but we do want to give you a shirt at the very end of this night. And it's just a shirt, not that big of a deal. But we think we're pretty cool at giving you a shirt. If it's not, then just take it and sell it or something. But... uh Anyways, we're really glad you're here if you are visiting. And um, <clears throat> also, I just want to say this. If, if you've never been to church and this is your first time, I, I really hope that uh, we kind of break whatever you were thinking church was. And um, we don't really do anything special. We sing some songs, and I usually get up here and talk. Who knows what I say, but it, it happens. And... Um, if you were at church before, another church, and you didn't really enjoy it, I hate that for you. I really do. And if there's anything here that you're like, man, I cannot believe you do that or you hate or you don't like, I'd love, I'd love to know. Just let me know. I'm, I'm like, hopefully I'm an approachable person. I know you may see me on a stage, but I'm nobody, I promise. Look at me. I'm wearing a purple shirt, all right? I don't know what that means about anything, but I felt, that felt appropriate at the time. Anyways, we, if, if there's anything we can do to make this hour better in any way whatsoever, let me know. And if you come to me and say, hey, we wanna play more games, probably not gonna happen. Games are cool, but you can do that somewhere else. Every now and then we'll do something like that, but we're just trying to get right to it. We're just trying to, we're just trying to get right to it. But let us know. Maybe you'll have a good idea, I don't know. Just an old guy up here talking in a purple shirt. Luke 15. Luke 15 is we're going to hang out. I want to recap last week. We talked about uh, denial and uh, starting our series, Let's Go. We talked about Jesus being pressed, how he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. That word means press. And how the disciples continued to sleep and he went and woke them up. Hey, guys, this, you need to wake up. I'm just asking you to pray for me. He went again. They were still sleeping, and then finally he said, let's go. And they followed him to the cross, and that's where the series comes from, is the series titled Let's Go, because I feel like we, it's go time. My prayer is that this room would be full some, someday, and this is very encouraging to me. It's pretty awesome. I don't want it full just so I feel good, but I know there's 30,000 Teenagers out there in Katy, and they're hanging out at home right now. And it'd be cool if they came here. And the only way to do that is to 
mobilize you guys to go. And I went a whole year without asking you to bring your friends. Remember I said that last week if you were here. I went a whole year and didn't say, hey, bring your friends to church. I went a whole year and didn't say that. Well, now I'm saying that. But before we start doing that, we need to get some things worked out in our lives. And the first one is denial. That was last week, was denial. Was we gotta stop living our lives acting like nothing's wrong. And it's just a lot easier to come to a place in your life where you're like, okay, okay, here's some things I need to work on. Here's some certain things in my life that I'm just gonna give up to God. You can deny, deny, deny that you have something going on or deny, deny, deny that whatever may be happening. It's just a lot easier to live in the way that you can just say, okay, I'm in. I need to deal with these things. And this week, we're looking at Luke 15. Has to do with the prodigal son. And uh, the prodigal son, man, it is one of my favorite passages of all time. And uh, there's so much meat there's so many things I would love to talk to you about about the prodigal son. Pretty much, let me sum it up for you, is that the prodigal son is Jesus telling a story. Jesus is, it's called a parable. Anywhere in the Bible you see the parable of, the parable of, that means, it's a fancy word, it starts with a P, that means story. Uh, that's, that's what a parable is. And Jesus is telling a story right here. It's a parable of the prodigal son. Prodigal means gone away, does his own thing. What happens is he tells a story, he says, yeah, a father has two sons. One of them, the older one, gets the money. He splits the money in between them because that's the, what they did as a law to share your inheritance. And he took the money and it says he went and squandered it. Everybody say squander. squander. That was beautiful. He went and did whatever that word means. He squandered. Hey, mama, come some money. I'm gonna squander your money. Say that today. That's <laughs> fun. What does squander mean? I don't know, but that's what I'm gonna do. It's in the Bible. You don't wanna do that <laughs> because that means you took this money and you went and just lost your mind and you went absolutely crazy. And the prodigal son, he, uh, he's just going, he's just spending money, he's doing his thing, he's doing what he always dreamed of doing. He takes off and he actually ends up in a pig pen hanging out with pigs and he's Jewish and if you know anything about Jewish culture, Jews and pigs, pork, that doesn't really go together. It's just kind of a weird deal that he ends up there. And he's there in this pig pen and he has a, a revelation. He's like, what am I doing here? How did this happen? And maybe you've had a moment like that before too, but I, I wanna read this to you. In verse 17, it says, when he came to his senses, in verse 17, when he came to his senses, it's kind of like, why am I continuing to hang out in this pig pen? We've all had moments like that in our life where we're like, what am I doing? Why do I keep doing this? It's like, ah! Like around, around you know, January 1st, everybody's like, why am I so fat? I mean, really, that, that's what happened. On January 1st, you know, everybody's like, you watch the ball drop and you're like just devouring all sorts of food. I know this from personal experience, <laughs> okay? And, <laughs> and you're just like, this is it. Tomorrow is a new day, you know? And you're just like eating and blah, and you're just going after it. And you're like, at, at midnight, it's over. I'm never gonna eat another 
whatever again. Or this whole year, I'm never going to have a Coke. Why would you do that to yourself? Like, that's not even cool. Like, that's not smart. Like, I, I told my wife that, and she said something like, you're right, that's stupid. Next day, cherry Coke. But, but, but we do that. Like, like all of a sudden, we, hit, we look at ourselves. I keep using these examples. These aren't real. These aren't, like, my life. But we look at ourselves in the mirror like, man, how did I get this large? You know, I, I would never say that about myself, but... Sometimes people say that, and all the skinny people are like, I don't understand what you're saying, because you're skinny, okay? You'll never understand. Eat whatever you want, and you don't get fat. All right, um, another talk, another day. What am I, where am I? He came to his senses. We come to our senses. There's moments in life where we're like, why am I doing this, or what have I done? And the son is like, I'm hanging out with pigs. Maybe, that, maybe that's real life for you. Maybe you're like, look at these friends around me. They're absolute losers. Look at your friend and say, you're a loser. That was rude, y'all, come on. Don't do that. He came to his senses. When I, uh, my wife and I took a, took a trip, my wife and I took a trip to Hawaii two years ago. And we decided to go and just kind of drive around a little bit. And as we're driving around, we, we see the ocean. And we're like, hey, let's park here. And we start walking. And we get closer to the ocean. And then over here, we see these, like, cliffs jumping in. Like, people, not cliffs jumping, but people jumping off the cliffs into the water. And my wife is like, hey, let's go over there. And I'm like, oh, no. Because here's what that means. I'm a man, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to do what those cool people are doing. And as we're walking, the cliff is getting bigger and bigger. I'm getting scareder. Is that even a word? And more scared. And I'm going. I'll be quiet, English people. <laughs> it's more scared, comma. And as I'm, as, as I'm walking, you know, there's these really, you know, just like some people are just really cool. Like they're like outdoorsy and like they like fit in the outdoor, they're just awesome. And then up walks me and my hot wife. And she, she I can say that, all right? If you don't, like this is church, whatever, she is. All right, um, she's so mad right now. I'm sorry, babe, but you are. Uh, and as we're walking up, as we're walking to the cliff, I realize because Erica goes, hey, why don't you do that? Like, why don't you do it? I didn't say that. You don't do that. And so uh, I was like, yeah, I, no problem. I got this. So you have to kind of go up a little bit, and she disappears, okay? Like, I'm all, I'm all alone. And so she's, I see her on the other side with her phone like, go, babe. <laughs> I am so scared, all right? Like, I act all tough. I'm not tough, for real. And I have fears. I'm a man, all right? I'm, or whatever you want to call that. And, and I, you have to walk up this thing, and there's like, down there is the ocean, okay? And then real close to the cliff that I'm supposed to jump off of is another cliff. So if I jump too far, God bless you, all right? <laughs> I, I, I get to go to glory, okay? And you gotta, and, and these guys are like, hey man, just, you gotta hit it perfect. 
Because once the wave comes, you don't want the wave to hit you when you land. And then if it hits you when you land, it's going to smack you into the rocks. And man, that's, you know, they, they're talking crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. I got this. These guys got GoPros on their heads and like drones, and they're just cool. Then there's me in my blue swimsuit that I got at Target, all right? And they're wearing like Hurley cool stuff. <laughs> so, so I'm up on this cliff. <laughs> this guy in front of me, this is, I can't make this up, okay? This dude in front of me, he's facing the, remember, cliff, water, waves, drowning, sharks, me. This guy in front of me, for real, he was like, hey, excuse me. I was like, oh, no, excuse me. I scoot back. He turns around and faces me. Weird. Okay, we're like this, all right? Like, uh, I'm in the girls, okay? I don't know what's happening. I'm married. Uh, <laughs> I freaked out, all right? I'm on a cliff, water, sharks, cliff, death, Jesus, all right? The guy turns around like this. <laughs> For real. And what does he do? A crazy. He's like, Phew. It was amazing. I'm like, and so my pride's like, oh yeah, what's up? I'm so scared. Like, and he and he seriously, there's like an inner tube down there that he likes floating in now. Okay? I don't know where the tube came from. No idea. I don't know how it happened. Okay? I have no, I don't, literally, it was yellow. There's a picture of this whole thing. I wanted to show it, but I look really bad. My shirt's off and no one wants to see that. So, <laughs> and so he's in the tube and he's like, all right, man, I'll tell you when. He's like, okay, buddy. Okay. He's like, now. Missed that one. Totally missed that one. Totally missed that one. And so what did I do? Where he jumped, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and get a little, I'm going to go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and get a little closer. <laughs> so I, I went to the like the 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 kid section, okay? There were kids jumping from there. And I am so scared. And that's when I came to my senses, okay? That moment I was like, I am an idiot. What am I doing? And then I thought, okay, I could jump here and possibly die. I know I'm going to heaven. So cool. But scary. <laughs> or I could turn around in front of all these people, inner tube boy, my wife giving me, hey, you can do that. Like she kept having to stop her camera because I was like, <laughs> you know, like, okay, go, you got this, babe. I'm like, yeah, I know. So I, I, I wanted to turn around. But I knew if I turned around and I went the other direction, then all of that walking and going up and all that stuff was absolutely for nothing. So what did I do? I was like, here we go. I gotta go. Let's go. And, uh, and I jumped, and I survived, obviously, okay? Hopefully this is a human. If not, weird deal. You don't, don't clap. That's, it, to you, it's like nothing. It's like four feet. Like You're like, I would do that any day. Are you serious? I've done it. I know where you were. I did it five times. I was the guy that flipped. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. And so I jumped. And if I wouldn't have jumped, it would have been all for nothing. And we have moments like that in our life where it's like, okay, I know that I've got to do this. 
I know that I need to do this. But how many times, because we realize it's so hard, and we realize, oh, oh man, I'm not too, ah. How many times do we turn around and go back to the way that we were? We do it a lot. And right here we see in verse 17, an amazing deal. He came to his senses. At that moment, he was convicted. And our convictions, when, when I say the word convicted, here's what that means. You realize what you're doing is not right. Or you have a realization that, man, I need to change something. Your convictions, students and adults, should lead you to an action. But a lot of times, our convictions about something lead us to do nothing about it. Because we take, check this out, we take the act or the thought or the kneeling or the whatever as, okay, I acted on my convictions. It's like, actually, you're not doing anything. Your convictions should lead you to an action. And if you don't, then you're gonna continue to be frustrated, you're gonna continue to be tired, you're gonna continue to be the way you were and the way you are, and you'll never change. Convictions should lead to an action. The American Heart Association, this is crazy. The American Heart Association tells us how to relieve stress. This is what it says. If you wanna relieve stress, examine what you value and live by them. That's what the American Heart Association tells us how to relieve stress. Examine what you value and live by them. When we live outside of what we value and what we know is right, and we continue to live and we're convicted all the time, all that does is add stress to our life. And then whenever, I, whenever we wanna go and tell people about Jesus, when we wanna go and do these great things, we can't do it because these convictions are so heavy on our hearts and we've never done anything about it. You guys, one of the best ways to live your life is to just take care of your business. When you know you're supposed to do something, do it. No matter what that is. I'm not just talking about Christianity. I'm talking about in your life. When you know you're supposed to do something, do it. That'll, that will relieve so much stress, so much anxiety, and save you a lot of time. And it doesn't matter what it is. Well, I'm gonna hurt this person's feelings. Well, I'm gonna this. Well, this, this, this. Who cares? Do it. I wish that I learned that when I was a teenager. I, I really seriously do. Instead of putting stuff off and procrastinating and all these different things, just get it done. Just knock it out. If that's talking to your parents about it, if you have an idea, if you just do it. And if it doesn't work out, it's okay. It's okay. Can I tell you how many times I've tried to do something and I have utterly failed? 
a lot, a whole lot. We don't even have time to tell you. But guess what? I went for it. I went for it. And right here we see the prodigal son went for it. Verse 17 says he came to his senses. Verse 20 says, so he got up and went to his father. He was so afraid, he was so afraid that if he went home, he didn't know the response that he was gonna get from his dad. Because he had ran away, he spent all this money, he did all these different things, he had messed everything up. And he realized, oh no, I am in a bad spot. But how many times do we say, oh no, and we don't do verse 20, where it says he got up and went. We go back to the pig pen. We go back to whatever it may be. And you look at your life and you're like, man, why am is my life out of control? What is happening? What is the deal? Well, the deal is, is that nothing has changed. You had a revelation, you had, oh, I'm in a really bad spot or oh, I've gotta stop doing this, or seriously need to quit. And what do we do? We take that as the change. But really the change is you taking action with the conviction. I really hope that makes sense to you tonight. I really, really do. Because we'll come to church and we'll, we'll sing these great songs or we'll go to some camp and we'll do all this stuff. We're like, man, that was awesome, so good. And inside of you, are like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, when I walk out the doors, I'm done with this, or I'm gonna do, I'm gonna break up with this, or da, 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 all these things. But what do you do? What do you do is you, you walk out the doors, or you go wherever it may be, and you get nervous, and you get scared, and you freak out, and you don't change. There's so much freedom in just taking care of your business. Because that's not Michael Head telling you those things. That's not wherever you're at telling you those things. That's Jesus, that's, that's the Holy Spirit in your life saying, hey, stop. Why do we continue in the spiral of sin is what I call it when we continue to do the same thing, the same thing. I struggle, I struggle, I struggle, I do that. Because you're not willing to stop. It's too hard so you just turn around and go back the way you were. A lot of people think that I am a jerk. A lot of people are like, man, I'm not gonna talk to Mog about that because he's gonna tell me like it is. I'm not gonna do this because I, I don't wanna you know, bother Mog because he's gonna, you know, be, be, here's why, here's why. I figured it out. Because I don't have time, not just because I'm busy, because I'm, I'm not that busy. I don't have time to really just beat around the bush and put it under the rug and be like, oh, it's gonna be okay. No, I'm gonna tell you exactly like it is. Period. Well, that is rude. No. That is Christ. You think Jesus went up to people, you know what? Oh, you, you know what? You, it's okay. You've sinned, but it's okay. So let's, let's hug it out. No. He told them about their sin, told them to pick it up, and let's go. Our culture's not you. Our culture's like, oh, just, just, let's just wait. I'm gonna continue in my sin. I'm gonna continue doing this. I'm gonna continue whatever it may be. And then you graduate high school and nothing has changed. You go to college and you're in a place, you're like, what has happened to me? The conviction never led to an action. 
and now your life is falling apart. Students, start now. Start tonight. Changing whatever it is that's been put on your heart. I put a few examples. I'm gonna get healthy. Okay, let's go. Then do it. Then do it. Well, I hear yeah. No, shut up. Do it. I'm gonna stop having sex. Okay, then stop. Stop. Because you know it's wrong. Then stop, just stop. I really, and th this makes you feel uncomfortable, especially you're here together as a couple. I was there a lot. Like, I would go to my youth, past, you know, my youth group thing. There's like 12 of us, and I dated every girl in the youth group. And my youth pastor would always say this, like, you just need to break up. And I'm like, all right, he's talking to me. And it was always uncomfortable because he was always right. Maybe the relationship that you're in right now is not healthy and you need to break up but you don't wanna do it because that's all you know because you poured your life into that person more than anybody else. That's another series coming in February. But that's all you know and you're uncomfortable because like you've pushed all your friends away because that's all you know is that boy or that girl. Well, how about you break up and stop worrying about all those friends You start worrying about Christ because you know that that relationship has brought you down. Maybe not, not all relationships, I'm just saying, some. I can go on, I got so many here. Let's stop just saying we're gonna change and let's start doing it. That's the message tonight. And once we do that, the freedom that you will have in your life is so much easier. You get your heart right and you live in freedom. Tonight, you may be sitting here and you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus.